Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Yeah, there we go. Hi, besties. Hi, Noah. Hi. How's it going? Uh, happy Tuesday night when you're getting this, maybe Wednesday morning when you're listening to this. Oh, we're deep into week four of the pod. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you uh, get on that uh, Instagram. We have a private Instagram account, Nikki Glazer Pod. You can request access. And then if you start getting creepy, we'll, uh, we'll boot you out. But it's a fun time over there. Between you and me, Noah, I feel free to post on there. It's almost like my like um, Finsta. What is Remember, Finsta? Like fake Instagram that some oh, girls used to have where they would right. post like, it, it was kind of like a before close friends or whatever, you know, where they would let you like only post things for your close friends. Um, 
you would post like hot pictures of yourself and then all your girlfriends could be like, you look so hot. And it was like for you to just like put out stuff you wouldn't put on your regular one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yesterday I put uh, a video. I was just like in a bikini because we were at the pool after we recorded. And then there was some funny content and I was happy to be in a bikini and I just didn't want to like put on shorts and something to like make it. And I'm like, I, I really struggle with putting bikini stuff on Instagram because I was talking to my spray tan lady who came over yesterday because she has like an Instagram where she has a lot of that stuff up because she goes, are your followers mostly men? And I go, yes, it's like 69% men. No, no joke. Like no pun intended. And I don't put uh, on my regular account and I don't put up like, you know, thought pictures and I said that to her, I go, it's, she goes, mine is too. And I go, yeah. And I don't even put up like bikini shots. And she's like, oh, I do. And I was like, nothing wrong with that. I actually think I'm getting into it on my other account. Not because I want the fire emojis and I want everyone to tell me how hot I am, but because who cares? It's like, I, I, I'm like not, I'm, I have this like deep inner shame to be like perceived as sexy or like, because if you're sexy, that means you must be trying to be sexy. And the only okay sexiness is one where you're like, she doesn't even know she's sexy. And then everyone allows you to be sexy in that way. Like it's like borderline kuh. It is kuh that you can't, I mean, Someone say being sexy is cool because you like are trying to be something and perceived a certain way. But there's like this men don't seem to have a problem with women being sexy and like flaunting it. I mean, yes, a lot of them are like they always have dumb captions and then their tits are out. It's like, why are you following them? You're the problem. But most of the time it's other women who are like, Oh my God, this is so sad and desperate. Look at her. Oh my God. Screenshots, share it with my friends to like talk about her. When in reality, and I've talked about this before, whether or not you want to do that, there's a small part of you that is angry because you can't do it. Not because you're fat or because you don't like your body or because, you know, it may be because of that. You don't like your body. You would never do it. And so you you have deep resentments for anyone who doesn't have a problem with their body, but that's it. It's like, when I get mad at girls for being sexy, it's because I'm jealous of the freedom they have to control the narrative about themselves and to be like, because I'm so scared of someone calling me a whore, thinking I'm a whore, making me feel like, oh, people, guys only like your comedy because they want to fuck you. And then that makes me believe that. And then it makes me obsessed with my looks because I don't want people to stop liking my comedy it's just all, it's just so stupid. And um, anyway, I put a, a video up yesterday and it was funnier than it was sexy for sure. But I happened to be in a bikini. It was very not something I would normally post. Um, it was a very nice bikini. It's Carlisle's. It's from Target. Nice. It's like my favorite one. I spent like $600 on bikinis to come out here. Sorry, Kirsten, who's listening. You went out and shopping for me because I couldn't one day because I was too busy. But all of those really don't fit and my nipples pop out and I had to wear band-aids over my nipples yesterday to wear this one top. And then it just looked like I had band-aid nipples. So that I was like, why what am I I'd rather someone see a nipple than be like, did Nikki have a like a bandage on her nipple? Like what's been happening to her? So 
Um, yeah, Target for the win. Uh, a Target swimsuit that I stole from Carlisle for the win. Carlisle Forrester, go follow her. She does a great Paris Hilton impression that she's has online right now. Um, my point is that I'm struggling with being perceived as sexy because I've been, I've had a lot of people in my past. Um, a common thing that I hear is, Nikki, no more sexy for you. We're going to, let's just do comedy. You're funny. No, we're not doing sexy for you anymore. Whether it was on my show, Not Safe, in which I had just gotten done doing Nikki and Sarah Live on MTV, where it was super sexy. I got to dress like a Barbie doll, fake hair. It was like, I literally looked like a Barbie doll. It was really fun. It was exhausting. It's a lot of work. And you're wearing short skirts and uncomfortable heels and stuff. But you do feel like sexy and cool and fun. And then it went to not safe. Let's get away from that. Let's just be the girl next door, which turns out to look like a girl without makeup and a bad haircut. I resent every picture from that period of my life. Um, I really, I'm looking into having all the pictures from my not safe promo wiped from the internet because I just don't like my face or my hair or my just style or anything. But I was trying to appease people who wanted me to not be sexy anymore. I've also had... Uh, other like friends well-intentioned say no more sexy for you like that's it's such like it's a look it looks like you're trying thank you it looks like you're trying and we don't need to do that anymore let's and it's and I've always fallen for it and I've gone you know what I am you're right I don't need to be sexy we can just dress like shit and like guys can still like our comedy and it's like yes that's true but I'm not gonna be uh, first of all all these people telling me this are in relationships. I'm single. And I understand that like the way to find a man isn't to dress like a Barbie doll all the time, but it kind of is. You've read the book getting to, I do, which by the way, Noah, I told, uh, I told a couple people. Yes. I told this, I told one girl on the Island about this book. She was just breaking up with her boyfriend, uh, like of six months, a couple weeks, like a week ago. And she was really sad. They broke up. And I go, you need to read this. I go, he's not the one, but read Getting To I Do. And I go, I gave him the gist. I gave her the gist. She had no idea about female and masculine energy in a relationship, the yin and yang. And if this mm -hmm. is all sounding very foreign to you, pick up the book Getting To I Do by Dr. Pat Allen. Or you can listen to Sex with Emily. She had a really great episode on that that we listened to. Oh my God. I would love for you to link the episode in our um, Nikki Glazer pod. That was a really good one. Let's, let's look up what it was called. But that book, so I just gave her the brief synopsis of it, Noah. This is wild. So I just go, listen. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, seriously, get the book Getting To I Do or listen to the podcast that Noah is going to post on our uh, Nikki Glazer pod story. It was um, her best of... Sex with hotter, Emily. Best of Hotter, Deeper Sex with John Wineland from March John 3rd. Wineland, March 3rd, Sex with Emily podcast. It really uh, gives like a synopsis of, of the whole, I would say, very true theory that has worked for many of my friends that is presented in this book that Whitney Cummings originally um, suggested to me. I want to give her credit. I spread it throughout my friends. All my friends have read it. It has changed two of my best friends' relationships so massively they would not be with the men that they are with today who worship them and who are like they're engaged to these men. And I used to like not like these guys and be like, they're worthless. Get them out of your life. They don't deserve you. 
And now these guys are perfect for my friends. And I am so like happy and jealous of four of them. But so I gave this, Noah, I, we were hanging out and I told this girl, I go, listen, there's a female and a male energy in every relationship. A lot of times women are, uh, we're the feminist, you know, the feminist movement has taught women to be very like self-assured. And the woman I'm talking to is a badass bitch. Like she is intimidating as fuck, even though she's the nicest person, but on set, she's like really get shit done. And I go, you're screaming masculine energy in your job. And I wonder if he's masculine energy and you come home with this masculine energy and it's just two, it's just magnets with the same currency, uh, you know, getting unattracted to each other. Um, and she was like, interesting. And I explained a little bit and I go, listen, having a guy who has a feminine energy does not mean he's a pussy. It's like, uh, I wish there was a different word for it because men are- I call are, it yin and yang. Yeah. So yin being the feminine, yang, yang got the wang. Um, <laughs> no, but most of the time men are the masculine and women are the feminine, but those roles can switch. I am a masculine energy woman in my uh, working life and probably more feminine energy in my- relationship but I'm still trying to figure it out and the reason I'm probably single is because I can't really figure out which one I am but once I lock into it and I find someone who is the opposite and make sure that those roles if they ever reverse I reverse with them so we're never the same that it will be a healthy relationship that can last forever anyway I just barely drew this outline for her of like mask and I go he might he sounds like a feminine energy guy she went and had a talk with him they they waited I think two and a half weeks before they talked after they like separated kind of. And she sat down with them and she just, and I go, the, the basics are if you're, a, if you're a masculine energy woman, you, if you have a masculine, most of the time girls listening, you're going to be a feminine energy woman. That's just like most of the time, I would say 70% of the time you're going to be feminine energy. Never say, never say the word I think only say I feel. And you never ask a man how he feels unless he is on fire. You only say, you only ask a man what he thinks, a masculine energy man. However, if you're, man, if you're a masculine energy woman, you lead with, I think, you ask him how he feels. Does that make sense? Now, if, if you're one or the other and you can take a test and figure out what kind of woman you are and what kind of person your partner is, this will save so many relationships. So if you're out there and you want to better your relationship or you want to like dig one out of the dirt that you're like, oh my God, this guy got away. I would like to, for us to be married. This book works. Noah, any thoughts? Can we just let uh, whoever is going to pick up this book know that we cringed so hard reading it. Like it's going to be very hard to read yes. the first couple of pages without getting infuriated, but just keep going. It starts to make sense. It all Yeah, subsides. I used to have a joke about it being like, you just have to be a handmaid the rest of your life. If like, because <laughs> if you're a feminine energy woman, you got to dress sexy. You got to like, or dre dre dress like showing your skin. You have to be a lot of like, yes, dear. Like it's a lot of like, just kind of, it's, it doesn't seem great. But if you're, I, I am someone who's obviously doesn't want to lose any of my autonomy as a woman. And I was trying to be a feminine energy woman. And I kind of loved it. You don't make any plans. You let the guy totally lead. You literally don't do anything. And the guys like get off on it. I sent you, I sent one excerpt that I was laughing so hard at from the book that I sent to you and uh, a friend of mine. It said, um, 
There's this, so this woman that wrote the book is like 90 at this point. Her name is Dr. Pat Allen. She does have a, a radio show, but one of the excerpts from the book was make sure he is not a binging sex addict, gratifying his feminine need. Okay. This is for a feminine man. Make sure he is not a binging sex addict, gratifying his feminine need to feel good at any cost. Even if the cost to both of you is AIDS. <laughs> and this was written in like the nineties, I think, but it's AIDS is capitalized as it should be, but it just looks like she's screaming at you. AIDS. She probably is. Honestly, she was on my radio show, You Up with Nikki Glaser. You can, well, I think there was clips of it. Aren't it's there video YouTube. clips? Yeah, it's on YouTube, Dr. Pat Allen with Nikki Glaser. So some of these theories are covered. But if this is new to you, I'm so excited to introduce you to the world of <laughs> Getting to I Do, the book that you have to read uh, with a fake cover on it so that no one catches you with it. And you have to rip the cover off and order it. And it has to arrive in like a discreet packaging, like a dildo, because it's so humiliating. Yesterday, literally, I, I was talking about this book in front of, guys and i was just like and they're like what i was like can i just tell you later there's a couple guys listening and it's humiliating um andrew knows about it he hates the book because i talk about it all the time but let's get him in here andrew Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, pal. Yeah. Hey, pal. Hey, pal. Good morning. How'd you sleep? I slept. I slept okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, we had fun last night. Yeah. Did you say anything about the rap party? Yeah, you could. We can talk about it. We can talk about everything. What about this show's fucking over? You know, I can spill all the secrets. Just kidding. I can't talk about the show, but yeah, I signed an NDA too. Yeah, but you know, so Flavor Flav was cool at the bar. Yeah, talk I mean, about that. We know that he's here. We've <laughs> divulged that that this show is based around Flavor Flav, and it's a very exciting opportunity for me to work alongside him, and I think it's going to be huge. <laughs> I and wish I was the show so much around my head. <laughs> um, no, we had head, fun. We weird. danced. We were like, yeah, so we're both. The last sober. night was a rap party. Here's the thing: the show does not finish filming until Thursday, I believe. Is yeah. the last day? Yeah, Thursday or Friday, I guess. Um, but we don't have everyone's flying out like right away. <laughs> I really did fuck my voice up screaming for you. God damn it! Um, but uh, we had the rap party before the 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 last day of filming so that everyone could like get it in the problem is you have to go back to work after you do embarrassing rap party things which we didn't do because we are sober but we had a rap party here at the 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 place we're staying at this dock where like everyone kind of just saunters over and there was like a dj and there was dancing and there's it was fun i had so much fun i feel like when you don't drink mm-hmm. you can have just as much fun as people that are drunk but for me, at least, it gets old quicker. So, like, when I'm drunk, I could dance for five hours and mm. sweat and fucking just get grimy. And I just want to keep the party going. Mm-hmm. When I'm sober, I got a good 40, 40 minutes of pure fun yes. before I start going, all right, I did it. Well, I- here's the thing. <laughs> when you're drunk, you're not really, like having fun that five hours flies by you don't remember it you don't like remember what you felt when you were dancing the songs like and some people may be going yes they do mm. the if, if a song gets you dancing sober and you're not someone who really dances and you really d- 
a song excites you and a vibe on the dance floor or the friends you're with excites you so much to dance when you're sober, that is so much more enjoyable than your five hours of drunk dancing. It's the same as sex. Like I used to be able to have sex so much easier when I drank, but now for me, because I was just like drunk, right? But now if I get horny enough, I get drunk. Like I legit feel that kind of like pull to do something that's like crazy that, you know, a sober person licking someone's face and then like making noises like, oh, 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 like (laughs) you got to be fucked up on something. And it's like the chemicals in your brain being like, I want to have a penis in me. And that's so much more exciting than Jaeger pulsing through your system and making you dance or make out with someone who you don't even like. So the thing about being sober is not that it's like so boring. How will I have fun anymore? When you stop drinking, you realize the things you thought you were doing that were so fun aren't fun. And then when the things are actually fun, you will do them still too. And if you can't dance when you're sober, then get over yourself. And if you enjoy dancing, but you just won't let yourself do it because you're worried what people are thinking, no one's watching you. And there is, there's going to be a period if you do decide to stop drinking where everyone's going to go, come on, don't be a little bitch. Just yeah, fucking have they a drink, want you, dude. It's the same people who want you to get married when they're in miserable relationships, the same people that want you to have kids when they're in, they have kids that they don't really like. It's like, join my party because I'm so, I could never, it's the same as, Nikki, you need to stop dressing sexy um, because I don't think I would look that sexy secretly and I'm too ashamed to do it and I have, I've made some kind of weird stand where I'm not allowed to like lean into being hot and so I now want her to not look hot because I know that I put myself in a corner where I can't and it's like yes you can anyone can it is funny when like the guy that's like don't be a bitch and then I'll get hammered and then late at night he goes he like whispers in my ear he's like I kind of want to quit drinking too yeah it happens all the time (laughs) what did you guys tell your friends when you stopped drinking the next time you went out and everyone ordered a drink and you didn't do you remember that I quit drinking because I have a problem with it and I black out and it's making my relationships with men based solely on drinking. And I just want to see what it's like without it. And probably I'm going to realize you all kind of suck because our whole friendship is based solely on getting wasted. And then I'm going to be around you sober and realize that after three drinks, you're loud. You only talk about yourself. You hurt my ears because you're screaming in them too closely. And, um, I don't really think I want to be friends anymore. And yeah, that might mean that I don't have any friends anymore, but it's better than being friends with people where our friendship was completely based on uh, drinking a poison together that made us more uh, uh, mentally, uh, I don't want to say that word, but uh, have retardation of mentally because that's what it does do to your... I'm not trying to be funny no, here. I know, it really but, does but make... You, but you trying to say it correctly No, but that's out, what it does. It makes you of, it uh, makes you stupider. It doesn't make you... The reason you get courage or the reason you get liquid courage or I'm just more myself and more fun, it's because you're dumber. Dumb, you're, a, you're a child again. Your brain returns to a state in which you don't have as much intellect or wherewithal. So of course you're going to be freer. You're an idiot. What happens and I used to, to love oh, drinking, sorry, so God. I get it. Yeah, no, but like to Noah's point about like, you know, what did you order? What will happen is like your friends, unless you have like a really bad drinking problem or you're like a really bad alcoholic, they think, oh, come on, you don't, you, it's not that bad for you. It's not for, for them to decide. So yeah, that's your, that's, for sure. that's for you to say, you know, I know I don't black out or I know I don't get DUIs, but my relationships could could use help. It's like 
say something cool like that that'll make them all go okay like if your friends can't accept that then they suck <laughs> honestly it's a great test of friends and then people are like what's your rock bottom and it's like unless you're like you know, having sex with like a sewer, and and, and you know, you wake up <laughs> trying with to fuck like, the it clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come You're on, clowns. dude. It's like, come on, just fuck me, it clown. But no, but unless like it's something horrendous, where like. You know, you wake up and you're fucking a goat is inside you or something. People are like, it's not, come on, dude, you, you're, it's not that bad. And because so it's like everyone wants to like kind of justify. It's all their own thing. Anyone yeah. who judges you about anything ever is because their own insecurities. But, um, but I don't, I want to get back to the rap I party. I, I, I do think though sometimes like, I'm not coming on, if you're drinking, have fun. I also don't Do care your, if people yeah. drink at all. Last yeah. night I go literally get, drink like there's no tomorrow and put it on my tab. I told that to my friends. It's like, because as soon as they get annoying, I will just like be like, babe, I don't want to talk anymore. And then I like, and they forget that I was even like kind of maybe quote unquote rude to them, which I wasn't. But like anything in the moment that might be like, wait, what? They'll, they don't hear they don't remember it the next day and I put them at ease the next day being like yeah you said some dumb stuff but I don't care like we all do or like move on what are we gonna talk about yeah because I think that's it a lot because I feel like they're like why don't you drink so you don't judge me <laughs> it's not like we're not yeah they think that like oh no I love when I yeah. smoke pot and other people smoke pot with me because then I'm like not they're not gonna be like you're high Nikki it's all like my own insecurity about people thinking I'm high and now I just I'm like no I need my medicine <laughs> some days and I don't care if people see me like you know, sucking on, sucking an, apple. on an apple. One of my, <laughs> and I buy these apples to make pipes out of. And yesterday, Andrew ate an apple, and I go, Do you, "Did you eat one of my pipes?" And now they're just pipes. A pipe a day keeps the doctor away. That's what apples are to me. I haven't eaten an apple. I've smoked out of literally thirty apples since I've been here. I make a new one every day. Um, but, but yeah, the rap Andrew, party. Last night, the rap party. I I decided to like. Uh, Andrew went before me. I decided to dress oh, this like so funny. in clothes that I haven't been able to wear, cute clothes I haven't been able to wear on TV <laughs> because they're all like light colored and white doesn't work on camera as well. So I wore this, I like dressed in short shorts and like fun sneakers because I wanted to dance my little butt off and like a, a cute top. And like I had like, my hair was still like, hadn't been cleaned since I was at the pool earlier. It was just like big and frizzy and like lots of curls. And I was coming down. It's this long boardwalk leading up into the party. And Andrew was already there. And I see Andrew and my friend Robin. And I'm like, yo, 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 like dancing kind of like, I see you. Like I'm walking up alone to this huge party down this boardwalk. And Robin, my friend, is like waving at me like, yeah. And Andrew's just kind of like, he's making this. I like realized that he didn't know it was me. And I could see that he was like almost like getting nervous. Like, who's this new girl? Like, wait, what's going on here? Like I saw his like, male energy, like hormones, like kind of pulsing because he thought it was like a new girl coming in. And I and I literally realized that I was like, oh, no, Andrew thinks that I'm like a new uh, like a hot babe he can hit on because I looked different. And so I started dancing wacky so that Andrew would know, like, don't sexualize me. Like, I literally started doing, like, a jig because I'm like, it's me, Andrew. It literally was this moment in our podcast yesterday when I said that the guy, the brother sees his sister in a swimsuit and is like, damn. And then it's like, oh, oh fuck. God. We, la we laughed so hard because I got up there and Andrew's like, I didn't know it was you. And I was like, 
oh no and he was like i i go who's this what did you say i don't know i was just like who's this hot new blonde it's like so this fun funny. little blonde coming to the party and little then, oh my god and, i've never been little in my life and she kept getting closer and the closer and bigger got, and bigger and, yeah, yeah, and more yeah. foreboding and more angry at you for something. for eating her pipes yeah for eating all my pipes oh dude it was such a funny moment though because literally for five seconds i never wanted to fuck someone more no <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> for for 30 feet of that dock, boy. Well, to, I'll tell you, to, the, the way that a woman feels on the other side of Andrew's, like, nervous, I want to fuck you energy from afar. Like, well, I've been around it so much that I know it. Like, I know, like, I've been around it when it's happening to other women where he gets, like, kind of, like, quiet and, like, kind of, like, looks and, like, is kind of swaying back and forth and, like, trying to be, like, Wait, who is that? Like, I'm looking, but I'm not looking because I'm cool. And, like, I knew it instantly. It was so funny because did you notice I started doing a jig as soon as I sensed that, like, sexual energy radiating from your eyes? I'm just pumped that you could feel it away. from 80 feet away. It, I, it, that, it, it, my boy's got some sexual eyes. No, it's just like, well, because you, when you see me, you're usually like, yo, 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 yeah, yo. Yeah. And this time you were just like, licking my lips like LL yes, Cool J. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was No, get- but it was so fun last night because I, I did lean into dressing like not sexy, but just like young and fun in a way that I haven't dressed on set. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just like lean into wearing really short shorts and like this shirt that's too tight. Yeah, it was a I, great look. It was Obviously, such a fun look. I mean, if it turned me and on. And then we danced all night long <laughs> and we were dancing so sexy. I was, uh, I was literally like grind, not grinding, but I was um, twerking up against the, the dock uh, <laughs> railing because I didn't want any guys to like try to insert themselves behind me as I was twerking. But my friend Robin taught me like Caribbean dances and we were just like, it was so freaking fun to dance and like, and dance with girls and like guys who I'm friends with and have no, like, I hate dancing because I don't like when men are like, yeah, Oh yeah, <laughs> but this was a way to dance. It was like sexy, and it was for me. Coming back to what I was saying before, like I was being sexy because I felt sexy, and it made me feel good. It wasn't like, yay, men want to fuck me, and so I'm gonna feel better about myself. It was like, oh, I can be sexual and feel like almost sexual for myself. <laughs> That's funny that you talk about dancing like that because you know I I can keep a rhythm somewhat well. Where like I, it's it's like you didn't know me. Come on, shh, just hear me out. I can move my hips a little bit. Yeah, Whereas you, got- you didn't know me, you go, oh, that's kind of like uh, an attractive man dancing. But I always lean into dancing so silly because I don't want, want people to-, to think you're serious. Yeah, that I'm trying. So, but last night I actually Tried. went back to, because when I used to go on cruises, I would like gyrate in a way where I knew it would get women's attention really? without <laughs> being silly. I would like dance sexy. Oh my god! Did it get people's attention yesterday? No, not at all. No, no, no. A little bit. Yeah. Like, but like, I just felt. It's funny. I like felt free enough to try to like. I did look somewhat like. I didn't see her dancing, um, but I was doing the same thing. Like when I would catch someone watching that I was trying to get their eye, I'd be like, "Okay, I'm gonna get like a little strippery here. Who cares?" And there's nothing wrong with it. It's like my biggest fear is like someone being like, "Nikki's trying to look sexy and she looks ridiculous." But I was also like, "I be I'm." I am like sexy and like I do I know that I do a good job when like uh I'm when I'm one on one with someone yeah. I can be very like 
I've been like, you know, lightly hooking up a little bit here and there. If you haven't been able to catch the hints on the show and I'm are I'm in that like when I'm hooking up, I am like a sexual being and, and much more free with my body than yeah. like the years I spent um, being uh, never been kissed Drew Barrymore 2000. Three, whatever that. that I mean, yeah, I was grinding with a chair last night. That used to be a move. Me and my grinding. buddy Chris Hill, we would bring out a chair, just any chair, and we throw it in the middle of the dance floor to get attention. Because yeah. and everyone would circle around, and then we would grind with the chair yes. and like fuck the chair That's and like funny. and then I would pull the chair over and spoon with it. That's like that was really my funny. big and move. cry and hold it. Yeah, I'd and cry and hold it and be like, tell "Mom, them about call your mom. me." Yeah, yeah, and uh, let's get to the news. Yeah, let's get to the news though. You heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. Oh boy, I hope everyone's having a really fun time out there. I'm not being sarcastic at all. I really want you guys to enjoy your life and have a great day. Um, Also, have all the swells. Am I talking like it sounds sarcastic? Yes. But am I being sarcastic? No. All right, great stories today. A 23-year-old woman who only grew one breast says she refused a free boob job because she doesn't need to be fixed. Wow, Andrew, I got to applaud you on the delivery of that story. It sounded like a story. It wasn't just like mush from the last sentence that really didn't connect. So people are like, is he telling a new story? Like it was perfect. Thank you. Thank you. That means um, a lot to me. You almost ran out of air by the end of the story. I did. <laughs> I did. Wait, so this woman ha- was born with one breast? She was born with one breast. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. She was born with one, uh, two breasts. One was a D and one's an A. It's called Poland syndrome. Okay. It's when one breast is dumber than the other. Ha, <laughs> ha, Polish joke. Okay. Uh, one suffering horrible teasing at school. Now she hopes to inspire other women to speak up. Oh, look up. at that side boob. That is her. She has side boob from it, the middle. Oh, it's so hot. Uh, as she was developing, doctors blew off her concern and told her it was a normal part of puberty. But, yeah, so she has one A cup, one D, which, to me, if you take the average, she has solid small Cs. Yeah. Yeah, that one D is really popping. And the <laughs> other one is, like, that's interesting. Uh, as a woman that can have boobs that go from, you know, C's to D, D double Ds sometimes based on my weight and my Ooh, period. Keep going. No, I can't. That's where it ends. Um, I find it. You can see a perfect example of this in that photo of her. It's like boobs make you look. I don't want to be like make you look fatter as a woman. No, and you don't, depends. It, no, no. They all they pretty much any girl who's listening knows what I'm talking about. Like when you really like give into your boobs and make them bigger, like you look bigger in pictures on the top. But if you, like when I wear bras like this that just like keep me flat, I can feel like tinier. And like boobs sometimes make me feel um, bigger. Noah, do you know what I'm talking about at all? Yeah, it, it, it makes me feel like I'm more fertile. Like when I wear the push-up yeah, bra with the padding. it's not fatter. But yes. can't, like bigger tits make your waist look smaller because your tits are But sometimes you're huge. not wearing a shirt that accentuates your waist. So it's just like you're oh, in a sweatshirt with yes. big boobs and it can make everything look bigger. I get that. Um, But, you know. So this girl, though, she wanted the, she, people offered to give her a free boob job. She's like, no, I want to lean into. Love it. I guess you would call it a deformity. Yeah. Why are people so interested in Six. symmetry? 
like because it's why we're attracted to things it's um it's nature symmetry equals beauty we don't know why but our brains perceive it as like oh that's good genetics that means my babies will live longer less diseases like symmetry equals beauty I guess as a guy looking at a woman, like if you had one smaller arm than the other arm, that would maybe, but like if you have one great tit, like, you know what I mean? Like if anything's going to be off, it's the tits is pretty. I think double tits is a special thing though. I think guys, I mean, they take one for sure, but I probably wouldn't make the same decision that that woman would make. But I really like that. She's like, yeah, it's, it reminds me of the sound of metal again, of like just yeah, being okay the movie with sound of metal. Yeah. Yeah. Just like not trying to fight what you are. Yeah. I mean, I have the same thing about like, well, we were talking about that girl that wanted to get her chin done. And I was like, I don't think you need it, but you probably will be happier because you've been thinking about this a while. It's a very slight procedure. It would make your face look the way you want it to. And if you're, you know, people go, no, don't fix it. It's you. And it's like, okay, well, then don't wear a mascara because your shitty blonde eyelashes that are short are also you. Okay, well, don't wear concealer because that age spot on your chin is also you. Uh, Don't paint your nails because your shitty nail beds that are, you know, or your nails that are jagged don't need to be filed down because filed down nails are not you. So where does it end? So I feel like... I do like people that just embrace their oh, it's flaws. Awesome. I love Winnie Harlow. She has um she's the model with Vitiligo. The she's African American but has like she's so gorgeous and leans into it so much and that is a, a skin disease that I'm sure she has been you know, her whole life people are looking at her twice. You know, wherever you go as like a little person or someone with like Vitiligo that much or like a facial deformity and these are not i'm categorizing the same thing but something that where you go even being an obese person where you go and, and people could whisper as someone who was anorexic like and looked like i had gotten out of it. auschwitz yeah i was walking around and everywhere i went people whispered about me i knew when i walked into a room and i saw a group a table whispering of girls looking at me and then whispering it wasn't because they were like she's famous because i wasn't but it was i was famous on campus for being the anorexic girl and like you just learn how to like you either lean into it or you shut yourself away because you're so scared of the anxiety of it. That show on TLC, The Thousand Pound Sisters, I felt so bad for those girls that go out because when they go out to eat, everyone's Everyone, watching yeah. them being like, wow, look at how disgusting they're eating. And it's like so sad. So I try when I go out and I see obese people or I pass a person who's struggling to get down the sidewalk who's obese or someone in a wheelchair that's extremely deformed or I... I struggle with whether to look at them or not because mm-hmm. I did hear one time that obese people sometimes feel like no one looks at them in the eye because people don't want to be rude by looking at them or a little person. No one looks at them because they do the opposite. You know, everyone's staring at the person and I'm so freaked out by how they look. I'm not going to look at them. So I always try to look people in the eye when I'm uh, when I have that instinct of like, don't look at them. Yeah. Uh, and just smile. You could there, look and smile. Uh, and, yeah. There, there's also this. Exactly. Uh, there's a football player. Not, I don't put point left. That was a joke. There's a football player on the Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks, yeah. who has one arm. He has one arm and then a half of arm. Oh yeah. And he made it to the pros. Like it's unbelievable. Yeah. And I have like two or three followers on Instagram that are gorgeous with women with, with you know one arm or whatever. Yeah. And I think like yeah, when I was younger, I'd be like immature and like see it as like. But I'm like, wow, that's kind of hot. Like I don't know. Like yeah. I, it's just like it's. Symmetry got, is fucking bull. Like, can we like try to get over? I wanted like, these- to 
get a, a I want to get a shark to bite off my arm. Not like I don't want to get it, but if it happened, I would not be mad. I know that it would be a very hard life to live with one arm and not like making it like, oh, it'd be so easy. But I think like scars and like Padma Lakshmi has like an amazing scar down her arm. Yeah. Uh, Tina Fey has a scar that, you know, she doesn't talk about how it happened, but like any kind of like disfigurement where you went through something traumatic. That's why people get tattoos to be like, this is from my dead mom. That was traumatic for them. They want to remember it. I think that scars are like such this a great way. This girl lost her hand on TikTok in a uh, Oh yeah, in I saw that in a boating accident. accident. I saw and that. she like leans into it so much. Like and I was so much reaching str- for a raft and then my yeah. hand flew off. Yeah, I saw that. Let's get to the next story. Next story, folks. Hope you're still having fun. Uh, A new study finds that people who use Facebook as an additional source of news in any way were less likely to answer COVID-19 questions correctly than those who did not. Surprise, surprise. I know. It's not really a surprise. If you're getting your news from Facebook, you're probably not listening to this podcast. And uh, you're probably bad at knowing facts. What is it about older people where they just, they'll read a headline and they'll just stop there and they'll be like, that's the news. That's fact. Because like, well, because they've been conditioned that when they see a headline, it's a tr- it's news. It's journalism because that's the way news used to be. Mm-hmm. I don't so know if now in just, this world. And, and you think it's just old people that are doing it? Not. No, no, it's young no, people no, too, no. I was just I was just using that as an example. But yeah, just I mean, any. Yeah. But anyone. a lot of old people, though, I think are conditioned that like, Everyone. oh, it's a headline. It looks like a headline. And in my day uh, when Dewey won the <laughs> primaries and the kid on the corner was screaming at me with the paper, that was news. Like what was printed was news. So like that and it was facts. So I think they're relying on that still. And they're people are st- Stupid, and I don't mean that as like. I guess that is that that is a negative connotation. But people aren't um, very well educated in this country. I think that um, plastics and f- stuff in our food is making us dumber. Um, it's like idiocracy. It's not people's fault, but it's because they're dumb. Also, people and they're have- easily dis- deceptible. And which I, I'm easily. I don't even think deceptible is a word, but. They're, um, I fall for shit all the time. Yes, I'm gullible. I fall for shit all the time that smarter people than me would go, how could you fall for that? Oh, so You got yeah. fish, Noah, right? <laughs> I mean, it happens to me all the time. I'll have an idea or an opinion on something, and one person who I perceive as smarter than me will say two sentences, and that will completely negate anything yes. I ever thought of. So we're basically <laughs> yeah. all kind of operating under, like, and we're getting our news from friends who probably found it on Facebook. So I don't think I'm better than any of these people. I just, like, wouldn't get my news from Facebook. Where do you get your news? Uh, face- like, uh Facebook. No, 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 no. I get it from... Um, Okay, well, that means you don't know. I don't really check out I get the- my news from Reddit. Um, I go I to the news. I Twitter or from- uh, On Twitter. I stopped uh, getting my news from Twitter after watching The Social Dilemma, and I realized, like, okay, I don't want to manipulate an experience. I just want to, like, find topics that I like and then go read everything I can about them. Yes. I kind of ignore the news, especially now, like, Trump's gone. And, like, You're I in just, the Cayman I Islands. I don't do things. I don't put things in my brain that is going to upset me, that's going to affect Man, my current Last like, night, hanging some guy out. was telling me that the government is going to make UFOs. They're already making UFOs to scare the populace into believing that UFOs are real and that they're a threat and to scare us of them. 
so that they can control us. And I was like, I don't need this bullshit in my mind because I can't control it. So don't tell me conspiracy theories that will scare me building seven that I can't, I don't, I don't have control over UFOs or the government making UFOs, but it's, that's good to know. And fuck. Also the vaccine is, in, is, is actually a virus that they're putting in us that will kill us in 10 years. 10 years sounds like a, a lengthy lifespan to look forward to. <laughs> Let's get to the next story before we get to why would I care. Okay, next story, folks. A woman discovers her ex-boyfriend was her second cousin after he bought her a DNA test for her birthday. Oh. I mean, um, second cousin. That's not bad. You can so, do that. Yeah, first cousin. So I learned through our friend Rami Yusuf's stand-up, not through the news of any sort that I read, yeah. but that if you have sex with your first cousin, it does double the chances of your kid uh, being slower or whatever. But, but the chances go from point zero 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 one to point zero 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 two. Yeah, it just... It it's very slow. Double sounds terrible, but it's it's still under 99%. That's the same so. thing for any woman out there over 40 who's like, oh my God, I have to have a baby right now. Your fertility drops when you get like, I think 36 or something or an, each age, but it dro- it your fertility cuts in half or whatever and it's it's again one of those percentages of like 0.0001 to 0.0002 so like when you hear like you have half as much as a chance of getting pregnant or like uh, or like a sudden infant death syndrome doubles Mm -hmm. it goes from like one in a thousand births to two in a thousand births so it that's not Double sounds crazy, but it isn't as bad. So as, fuck your cousin is what we're saying. So fuck your cousin and uh, but here's pray the thing. that you're not it's that so point zero What's great about this? This girl got the DNA test for her boyfriend, yeah. like as a like yeah, a fun like, like let's little see where gift. You're from, and and she's like, wait, I'm like kind. I have the same name as your great granddad. Oh my god, oh you're my, my god. brother, and I'm sucking your cock. Like it's so like twenty three and me. There's been so many stories like that with 23 and Me of like people finding out that their dad isn't their real dad. Oh, yeah. Or like, that their great uncle is the Golden State Killer. That's how they caught that dude. Oh, my God. From DNA. So give your DNA because they can trace serial killers uh, in your lineage and it like helps them. Yeah. And I mean, I'm going to do mine. I'm sure I've though. had some second or third cousins that. That I get turned if they were I'm walking sure th- down a dock, I would try to fuck. Oh my god, seriously! Like we're like brother and sister, and you were like turned on by me for like ten seconds. Yeah, and if we had a baby, it'd probably be pretty dumb because oh, of me. Man, it would, yeah, 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 it'd be real stupid. <laughs> I gotta read the news because of all the cousin fucking in your lineage. <laughs> okay, why I do am I care? Jewish. It happens. <laughs> we all fuck each other. Why do I care? All right, Katy Perry's dress for American Idol first live show no. makes fart noise sounds. Oh, because it's latex. Yeah, it sounds like, but your seems to be all your clothes you've been wearing making fart noises too. Oh yeah, that's just my asshole. Oh, is it? I it's because it my your asshole shorts. is made of latex. <laughs> oh, so her dress is making fart noises. I gotta get this dress because yeah, that's that would be an easy way to just yeah, like, it's a great cover up, right? Yeah, I mean that's an amazing dress. I really like it. Um, yeah, I don't care at all. I guess it's like, I, I don't know what to say about this. Well, I don't you, care. You don't like her to begin with. No, that's not true. Oh, I love sorry. her music. I, on American Idol, I thought she was a little obnoxious and I thought there was one clip where I saw her sing a song that a woman was about to sing. The girl's like, 
I'm gonna sing uh, I don't know uh, don't know why by Nora Jones and they're like go play it on the piano and while the woman's walking over the piano Katy Perry starts going don't know why I didn't call <laughs> and it was just like why are you singing Co- before this girl sings you're so cool like you're trying to be like great before this girl and give your little rendition before this girl sits down and I just didn't appreciate that but I'm sure that um, if I ever met her in person I would. Uh, kiss her ass and try to be her friend because I actually uh, I've heard that Katy Perry is very nice to uh, people she works with unlike other people that I idolize um, let's get to collection of kiss getting ready for some kiss so oh it's time for collection of kiss that was all my best friends from high school where we invented the word kiss is I really love how much you guys have loved embraced it started saying in your own lives yesterday I posted that um, a guy literally said out loud and his wife then goes what did you say and he had to explain what was to her after someone uh, drove by like like in a car and he goes and his wife goes what and he had to explain it It was it made me so happy that someone said aloud well people have been calling out us for being listen in ways that I don't think we're being I told you guys that I'm cuh sometimes. No one's immune from be- to being cuh. So when did someone say I was cuh? I remember this. Well, someone and said I was my it. dancing yesterday with my shirt off on that we put on Nikki Glazer pod was that wasn't cuh. It wasn't cuh. It wasn't cuh. No, no. And you, uh, you talking to the cock wasn't cuh because you were in a bikini. Oh yeah, someone said that was cuh. Okay, yeah, I want to address that. Um, if I listen. I did. I was in a bikini just because I was, um, but I didn't post the video because of that. I posted it because I was playing with this bird and the joke about a girl in a bikini feeding her buns to a, a hungry cock um, was Not funny kid. to me. Not it wasn't it's cool. Kid. Now I have been kid before, sure. and I'll take it. And I like when you guys suggest maybe I was kid. Do we have any kids that were sent in by listeners that we could um, verify as kid? Let's see. Nick said. MLM consultants, this is this is a cut. What's MLM stand for? Um, multi level marketing. Okay. That's those are those like pyramid schemey things. MLM consultants that are killing the game, especially that one where everyone was holding up the "you should be here" sign, acting like they made millions off of going on vacations. Agreed to get coffee with them to make these opportunities turn from cool to cool very quickly. Okay, people that I don't know if I mean it is cool just to like have a sign that's like. You should be here. I don't know what that means, that sign. I guess the timeshare. If like someone's at a timeshare and they're like. Well, a lot of these guys, they they claim to have like the four-hour work week kind of like, oh, I made money off of cross-promotional bullshit and I'm here and, and I could work from fucking essentially the Cayman Islands yeah. and not – and not have to be in an office. Like, uh, you're bragging about. Yeah. You probably have a trust fund. You probably don't even make that much money. You're probably getting paid by the hotel. Yeah. You don't have millions of dollars. It's like st- yeah, you drive Nick, a BMW right. that the that the company you work for gave you for free because you because you like sold ten Tupperwares. Yes. What's the one above that, Noah? That picture. Oh, okay. So it was in response to the airplanes oh, yeah, so flying yes, over last, your pool. Yeah, the, the airplane oh, flying over God. yesterday was so good. This guy was flying a really low airplane over. People say he was uh, dusting for mosquitoes, but he wasn't. He was just trying to like, he saw us filming him and he probably went back and forth like a dozen or so times yeah. really low. Like I said, it was like Cayman 9-11 because it was like 
it was a smaller plane, but it was so low. I thought he was like kind of doing a joyride before he suicide uh, crashed us. But I, it was so after a while, it was just like loud and annoying and kind of scary. And um, I posted a video of it on our Instagram, Nikki Glazer Pod, and someone wrote said, "Ha ha ha! This reminds me of when you guys text and are like, I saw you tonight when." When guys text oh, and yeah. are like, I saw you tonight after actively avoiding you at a party. I don't know why, but, but it's the same energy. Totally. That is so cool. If a guy texts you and acts like he hasn't seen you, if anyone's acting like they like, oh my God, wait, what? You're right there. Like, oh, hey. Like, we've all done that, but that's cool. Here's another cool. Yeah, I mean, the, the interesting thing with that is like that guy can hit on a ton of different women and he probably didn't get laid and then he hits you up later to try yes, to fuck you. Because he didn't. Yeah. He struck out. Yeah, and he didn't want to waste his time in person with you. But later on at 2 a.m., hey, oh I'll Oh, my fuck God. You. So cut. There's, I mean, everyone's cut. Okay, Matt sent in. So my wife and I were in Portland, Maine a few years ago and a guy was driving up and down the main road in a convertible the Portland Main Road or the Main Road? Oh, the Main, like the in the in the. Uh, <laughs> wow, it's not easy reading stories. Yeah, so my wife and I, so my wife and I were in Portland, Maine, a few years ago, and a guy was driving up and down the Main Road in a convertible with the top down. I don't know why this guy reading is sounding cur about a cur. He was driving with the top down by himself, blasting Ace of Base the sign for the whole city to hear. He must have passed us four or five times. That is the kiss thing I've ever heard, but it's more like a kiss from 1996 because that song is like so not cool now that it's almost funny. That's that what I was it. thinking when I read. If it was a different song, if it was like more of a yeah. kiss song. But I saw the sign is not. It's like almost funny, but, but if it's, it's attention so loud, grabbing. It's, it's it's trying to get attention. It's it like is the airplane. Ke. It's the airplane. That I count flew it over as a kiss. It I, is a kiss, but it is a, a, the song choice made it less kiss. Yes. For sure. You know um, what I mean? Like, what, what would be the most kiss song that a guy in a convertible could be playing? Um, it starts with one thing. <laughs> I don't know why. It doesn't, doesn't even matter, matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I try so hard. People. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even recognize it anymore. Not that you knew me back then, but I tried so hard. I mean, people that would drive. Did you ever have the guy that would drive around the movie theater with the lights under the car, the spoiler, blasting yes. rap, and just back oh my and God. forth? Me and my friends in high school at Fort Myers, Florida. It was the where Co was born in Fort Myers in the spring break of 2001. Or, yeah, I think we called it Spoy, S-B-O-1, Spoy. We were like, oh, we're so excited for Spoy. <laughs> and it was Fort Myers. K was a, a, I mean, that was the, that was the year of K. We were in Fort Myers during spring break, and there was, like, guys in convertibles playing, like, come, my lady, come, 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 come my lady. lady. You're, You're my butterfly, butterfly. Sugar, sugar boner. And it and was the actual say, singer. We used to say sugar boner because, like, these guys just had boners just driving around. They were just like, oh, we got a lift from one of them. We got a lift into town from one of them. Our high school selves jumped in the backseat of this guy's Wait, car. what? You know, never like told me Myers. this. Yeah, we were just like going to town or like yeah. going to like talk to boys downtown or like try our best. And we got in this car and it was like a slow drive. It wasn't even like that wasn't like a dangerous thing to do. It was like on this like main strip. Maine is in the state. And we were driving down 
and um, my friend Hala and all my 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 friends that you just heard on the k thing were all in the car. My friend Hala has a thing where she will pee if she laughs too hard. Like all of her pee will come out because she was born prematurely and she doesn't have Kegels. Like she doesn't have muscles to contain her pee. So if it starts, it just starts. It, it just starts all with goes. One pee. It starts with one laugh. It all comes out. She tries to plug it with her heel, but she can't stop. So she can plug it with Keep her that heel. In mind. She can plug it up with her heel, but the second her heel moves and she has to like get off the ground and like move to the next location, the pee floods out like a dam breaking. So my friends and I in high school used to try to make her laugh because if you got Hala to pee, it meant you were like the funniest because it would always only happen if she was like hysterically laughing. So we got into this car and we were obsessed with boners in high school too. We would always be like, we would always do an impression of a Jewish mother telling a guy not to forget his boner. We'd be like, don't forget your boner when you go to the school dance. <laughs> It's raining outside. Make sure you wear a rain slicker for your boner. Put on some boots and a slicker. Like it was the dumbest Dude, my thing. grandma used to literally, she's a Jewish girl, and she used to go, uh, wear a condom. It reminds me of that. So she used to say that. We she literally goes, you used to wear say, a put condom. a slicker on yeah. your boner. Yeah, we didn't even know what condoms were when we were in high school. Oh. But we got into this car, and that song came on, you my butterfly, sugar. And <laughs> we just started going, sugar, bona. And the guy like was so confused and didn't like it that my friend Hollis started laughing so hard. And she peed in his car, and we were like, peace. And she just like peed in his car, and we left. It happened so many times. Hollis, shout out to you. I know you're listening. But what was the first, what was the first ever kid? The first ever K was a guy named John who was in my art class in ninth grade. It was me and Hala. And uh, we, this guy would always be like, yeah, I smoked uh, like five cigarettes this weekend. And we got like shoe-wasted <laughs> off some like my dad's Michelob Ultra. And like, I don't know, just like partied with some friends. And, like went to, and we like knew he wasn't. And we were just like, you're K. <laughs> like that is. Who and, said and, and K he kinda first? Ta- he kind of talked like that too. He was like, yeah. it's K. And we were like. Cool. So it, it started out being a sarcastic <laughs> yeah, cool. Like, that's yeah. so cool. Wow, cool. And then you do a peace sign with it. You go, cool. Wow, that's really cool. And then it just got to cool. Like, Hala, my best friend was Laura Holly. On the field hockey team, we started calling her Hala. And then it got into, like, Hala was too hard to do, so we started calling her hey. So at the end, it was just like, hey. Do you want to go to the mall? <laughs> like, it was literally her name's Heh. So it's all the same. Oh, <laughs> I love it, dude. I've had so many co- in high school. I remember we, we you opened were up. Fuck. Dude, we opened. Oh, my God. I had this. Mo- I have two moments. One, we opened up a liquor cabinet, and I was like, oh, you got Jim Beam. Like, I pointed oh out. Oh, my God. Liking and, any uh, liquor is Heh. I'm sorry. And my buddy was like, what did you just did you just like shut the fuck up no yeah 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 yeah, he couldn't you oh my god and then my other you'll love this story so i go (laughs) i had i was senior year and my dad my dad you know my parents were divorced and i did not my dad was never that cool but like i thought i got to the point where i could just be like yo dad have a couple buddies over i'm gonna i'm gonna buy some beers and we're just gonna drink upstairs and I go to my buddy. I was so like, let me just talk to my dad real this. quick. And I go to my dad. I was like, yo, dad, I'm going to bring over a couple of cases. I got some friends over. Just going to drink upstairs. He's like, no, you're not. He's like, no, you're not. I go, no, dad, it's going to it's gonna be good. <laughs> like, like, I tried to be so cool. Oh my and my dad shut me down you so hard, this, like, dude. Very confident energy of a guy that of a kid that had a good dad. But you're, you didn't even know your dad well enough to know he wasn't yeah. cool. <laughs> 
the saddest part, dude. That is the saddest part. Oh my god. Did okay, you ever have a final cuss? thought? Did you, what did you try to do? That was cuss. You've had to. Oh, have... I mean, I was cuss so much. Like we would smoke cigarettes. We would. I would pretend like to like even like my drinking days of being like I love a vodka soda. Like whenever anyone's like. What's what's your favorite drink? People who have favorite drinks, you're so lame. I'm sorry. You only like drinks because I mean, I get it. Like, oh, I love Chardonnay. I don't, and I wine enthusiasts are always like, I can't tell the difference. If you did a blind taste test between Chardonnay and red wine, and they were same room temperature, you would not know the difference. Uh, <laughs> wine connoisseurs, it's been proven. Watch Adam ruins everything. W- Alcohol is a lie. It's a poison and you add flavors to it to make it palatable, just like you do meat. But no one really likes raw anything. Like, I know you're like, I like sashimi. <laughs> you put soy sauce all over it and wasabi. Like, you have to dress it up because it's gross. Yeah. Um, catch anything- up on a hot dog. Yeah. Well, like, hot dogs are delicious because they're packed with other <laughs> stuff that isn't just meat. It's not raw meat. It's I cooked. love when we have a thing where where I agree with you and then you and go, wrong. actually, hot I'm dogs. Sorry, I can't allow it. I can't allow it. But anyone who's just like, I love a good maker's mark on ice. Anyone who has something neat yeah. and, and you think you're cool. because Or, oh, you know what the ultimate cool thing is? Is a bartender that like shakes oh, it like Tom so Cruise aggressively. Like, yeah. And does like, you know, like muddles things and like like i know that there is a whole artistry in that and i'm losing listeners who like love to have like specialty cocktails but you're so cool just drink a fucking uh heineken i know you're like it's gross all alcohol is gross drink whatever you want but like you only like i will only believe people like things if they're super sugary because is sugar's so, yeah. actually good it is and so funny alcohol's when not. people are like they're like, ooh, what's, I love the, the, taste of what's the tropical umbrella? And then you get it, and then you're at the bar. You're like, the tropical umbrella is it's oh my god, I've never like had a, a tropical but umbrella. But anyone who drinks hard liquor <laughs> over rocks or neat, you are cut oh, as I fuck. If you, if you convince yourself that it's delicious, I understand drinking it because it, it, it's nice to sip on something that slowly gets you inebriated, and you're like sipping it. I Black get it. label rocks. But you telling me that it tastes good you're so full of shit and by the way coffee also black coffee does not taste good it's it's signaling your brain that you're getting caffeine which is a drug so your your brain is convinced that that equals good taste yeah and i like the way i convince myself that i like the way coffee tastes too but you're lying to yourself it doesn't I taste do good it's I, a drug when, when you i was a drinking kid a lot coffee though, for the first time you didn't like it when i was drinking a lot i could tell the difference between gray goose and it doesn't a matter. shittier vodka. Oh my God, the plane's back. That plane is back. Cause back. Okay, final thought. I just wanted to close up what I said before. I told one of our friends here, this was in my opening part, but I was telling one of my friends about that book, Getting to I Do, because mm. she was breaking up with her boyfriend. I go, you might be, I, I go, he might be feminine energy and you might be bringing in your masculine or like you might be like mixing energies. And she had a meeting with him. I didn't think I said this, Noah. And she just the basics I gave her of that book. She's like, he went from like deaf meeting up with me and being like, I want out, no question. And she didn't even want in or out. She was just like, this is how it goes. And she kind of, she thought from a place of, I think rather than I feel, cause she was trying to be in her masculine energy. Cause she sensed that he was feminine and he ended up being like, I want to be with you. And like, giving her saying all the things that she finally needed because she treated him as like this feeling person, as opposed to this like man who needed to be respected for his thoughts. She was like, he's the woman in the relationship, not meaning like he's a pussy. She's like, he fucks me so well. He's so, I'm so fucking attracted to him as a man. He's so masculine in terms of like, I'm, but when I treated him the way, like 
usually women are defined as that role of like being like more feeling. Can you give me like a a detailed example? He was feeling neglected in her relationship because she works too much. So he wasn't feeling like she was being like, how do you feel, babe? And like, he wanted to be like cuddled and like have his feelings met. He's emo, he wanted, yeah, he's emotion. He's emotional. Whereas most men aren't as emotional as women. Usually um, women are the emotional ones. And, but a lot of times women aren't the emotional ones and men are the emotional ones. And um, she just, she just finally acknowledged that and started like catering to his feelings, listening to his feelings. And he went from be- showing up to this meeting of being like, we're breaking up to having his feelings heard for the first time in a relationship. Cause she's been fighting that and not letting them in. And he like did a 180. He like, she said, Nikki, it was like, honestly, it was like magic. And I go, I'm not kidding you. Every girl in my, like the way this book and these methods in this book have worked for my friends it's like magic. It's like the impossible becomes possible with these men. And I'm not kidding you girls out there listening to me. There is one guy in particular that I had literally blocked on my Instagram. I was kind of wishing that he would maybe pass away because he was ruining my friend's life because she couldn't get over him because he was just like this drug that she kept going back to. And he would like totally treat her like shit. And like, not because he was a bad person, but because he was so flawed and misunderstood. And I was so mad at him and I wanted him out of her life. I was, I hated when they ever, he would waft back in, you know, that kind of guy. I would have done anything for him to like get married and stay out of my friend's life or like die tragically, but like in a way that like didn't hurt him. And it was like very quick. Um, and now this guy is one of my favorite people of all time. He worships my friend. He um, is one of my good friends and I can't even believe I ever thought of him that way and would have never predicted that he could be such a loving partner to my friend. And it's all because my friend used the methods in this book to better her life and get what she wanted in a relationship. And she's not faking anything. She's just better understanding herself and others. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I think it's important to reinforce that it's not asking you to change who you are or to Mm-mm. not be yourself. Not at all. She actually encourages women to ask for what they need. Uh, it's just to achieve yes. balance in your relationship. Yes. So again, the book is called Getting to I Do. I really recommend it to everyone. Is Don't- there any chapters on seeing like a really close friend that's like a sister on a dock from 80 feet away and you want to finger them and then you Andrew, want... Well, no, I'm just asking if is- there's any chapters on that. Uh, there is one. It's called Chapter... 11 bankruptcy, which you'll be filing if I fire you and you (laughs) have no more income because you are saying things. Can you treat me like I'm more emotional? Can you like be nicer about what you just said to me? I think that your feelings are gross. Oh. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow on the podcast, you guys. Thank you for being our besties. Make sure you subscribe uh, to the podcast, rate and review. Um, Follow us on Instagram, Andrew T. Collin, Noah Injection, NOA Injection, and Nikki Glazer Pod on Instagram. And we'll see you tomorrow. We got two more days of the pod, which is, uh, can't wait. It's care. Care. Come, my baby. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb. 
your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL Plus. Visit nfl.com/schedule-release to learn more. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All 9 seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.